Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Well, thanks for joining us for another blended podcast. I think since we're talking about, you know, we just got through the Easter holiday, but yeah. I think we should call this episode holidays. Oh, like man. D-A-Z. Because there's so many of them. Like, I don't think you really realize. Right. At least I didn't. The amount of holidays. till you have to divide them with somebody. Or share them. <laughs> yeah. And then they all stand them, out. And then yeah. they all stick out. <laughs> Groundhog Day, President's Day. Right, or the ones that the kids are out of school and then who they're with. And then you have to figure out child care, whereas before it wasn't maybe as big of a deal. So we just thought it was worth talking and sharing things that we've went through around the Easter holiday. And because holidays can be one of the toughest things to navigate, especially fresh out of a divorce or fresh in the middle of a divorce, because... A you know, lot of us are very traditional. Or there's also that that side and that that bitterness, that resentment of right. like, wait a minute, I spent every holiday with them. Right now, now I'm not have, going to get to. Right now, I'm going to have to switch something up. I'm not going to see him on that right. day. I'm not going to. Well, and there's a lot of hurt. There you is. You know what I mean? And not wanting to miss out on anything that our kids are a part of. So it's very important to plan and be prepared. Obviously, the courts do some of this for you, and you have to decide. You know, I know in your instance, you all filled out a paperwork packet, kind of like dividing this stuff out before. Because we did it, we we didn't have lawyers, right? We we just did the divorce ourselves, so we literally had to find this all out ourselves. Like, right? Do some research, yeah. Try to talk it out. I mean, can you imagine that? Like in our situation, it was like two months after the separation, and like. We right. decided on this day we're getting a divorce, yeah. separated, and then the next two months we spent trying to figure all this out. Right. And you really don't want to talk to the person. Let's be honest. Right. You're not probably in the best place, as we've talked about before, with communication with this no. person at the time. You want to be as far away from them and not have to deal with them. You know, yeah. of course, you want your kids. And so that's why it's so important to sit down, plan, because it's the first key to a happy holiday is having a plan and being prepared. Yep. And I think if, obviously, if you have court orders, you know what I mean, then you know. You know ahead of time, okay, on this holiday or every other one, like for us, the only holiday that um, my husband and his ex-wife trade places or alternate is Christmas. Okay. No other holiday. No, not Thanksgiving, not anything like that. Now, that's not to say they don't separate time. It's just not something that's a for sure. This is going to happen. I get her every other, you know, every other Christmas Eve and you get them every other Christmas day. But like when it comes to things like Easter and Thanksgiving, first of all, Easter is on a Sunday. Sunday's our day. So unless, you know, Missy comes to us and says, my family's in because her family lives out of town. Unless it's they're here. Yeah. She doesn't have family plans that day. You know what I mean? So it's just Lena always just she in this instance for this year, 
Lena's actually going to go to church with Missy Sunday morning and then come to our house because, you know, she we've been letting Lena decide yeah. where she wants to go to church on Absolutely. Sunday mornings. Because sometimes she wants to go with us, and we were doing virtual a lot longer than her mom. So, right. you know, she's been going to church with her, but then we'll have her for dinner and all of, you know, hiding eggs and stuff at our house. Yeah. And that just works for us. You know what I mean? But for some people, it's like both families are available. Both families are having a big traditional dinner, you know, Mm -hmm. aunts, uncles, whatever. I know it's COVID, but in normal times, that's what happens. So it's like, do you take that away from one person every other year? Or do you say, you know what? It's It's a whole day. We can have her till five. You can have her after five or something like that. I'll be honest. I don't like that model as much. Right. I, you know, like we do that for Thanksgiving for the whole day. We do that for Christmas where we right. kind of switch them on Christmas. And like, they just, they don't They're really get time out. either place. Right. You it's know, just a lot. it's a lot for them. And I think there'll be a day when they just say, Hey, can this Thanksgiving, can we just stay over here? Can right. we just come with you? And, and, and just learning to be right. okay now, you know, since you know, they have a little a brother on their mom's side now mm-hmm. who is like two. And then we've got our our daughter on the way. Right. I don't think that'll happen as soon as I it would have. Right. But I, I think it at will some get point, to that. And it really is for us. The alternating. Yeah. Is better. Oh, yeah. For that reason, because you get the whole day. There's no unless something like I said, comes up where she has family in town or something, and then we work it out. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, could she come and eat dinner with me on that day? Sure. Yeah. For a couple hours, she can go over there. But the half of the day is a lot, and like you said, the kids are tired. There's a lot of running. They don't really get to enjoy either place. But it may work for you. It may work. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. But For for me, like, the ones we do that, I just feel bad for them. Right. You know, because, like, we all know what it's like to have multiple right. Thanksgivings or multiple. Or you eat at one do. place, you have to go to another place and eat, and then the, the other, you know, the other parents are like, "Why aren't you eating any of your food? Well, I just ate all this at, yeah. you know, my grandma's I'm on stuffed, the other side." Yeah, know? and, and then like, the, these parents are like, "Well, that, you know, it hurts people's feelings." Or hurts grandparents. Let's that's be what I was going to say. More, yeah. more so than the parent. And okay, so an important thing, and we have both kind of done this, is new traditions mm-hmm. in the family. Yep. Now. It's, I think it's human nature when you get married and you, you know, your family has become a blended family. It's hard to not want to bring our traditions that we're used to into the marriage and just be like, hey, spouse and new children, this is what I've always done. So this is the way we should do it, you know. And some of those things, you know, maybe take one of your traditions and one of the other spouse's traditions and kind of try to marry those and create a new tradition. Um, but it's so important to create a new tradition for just your blended family. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome when extended family jumps on board with this. Oh, yeah. Because it's hard. It's it just is as hard. hard for grandparents who've always done the same thing to realize, you know, my dad even, for instance, yeah. we it was just me and Tana, and we always just did whatever he did. Oh, dad's having a dinner on this holiday, so we're going. And he scheduled it for whatever time. And right, and we showed up, and there was no yeah. no argument. But now it's like, well, dad, I've got three other families that I have to coordinate that same day with. And my dad has really done well about just being like, what are your all's plans? Yeah. Do we need to meet <laughs> earlier, or do we need to meet on a different right. day? Can when we... do you get Lena? Right. You know. And so that's, you know, my in-laws have done a great job of that, you know. It, 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 
it took a couple holidays. Right. It, it took a it took a few to realize we can't just eat at two because that's when you've always eaten. Right. If you want them there. <laughs> right. You, you can, but I don't get them till four, so it's right. not going to work out. And so now it's more of the we get the call the week of. Mm-hmm. Hey, when do you get the boys on Sunday? Or right. When do you get the boys like for Easter? Yeah. When do you get the boys on Easter? Well, typically I have them for church, but this year they're going camping. So let me find out right. when they'll be back in town. Yeah. And then, okay, well, we'll get them about one. So, hey, we're going to eat it too. Sounds good. Right. And, and and planning can be done. Then they're a part of it. Everybody gets to love on them. And, and it works out better than right. the the dreaded question, well, where's the boys? Oh, I know. Like, every, you know, my dad and my stepmom would make plans. Let's all go out for dinner, you yeah. know, pre-COVID. And we get there. Well, where's Lena? Well, we don't have Lena on Saturdays. Like, they would always yeah. plan these dinners and stuff on Saturdays. And then they're confused of why, you know. But I get it. It's not part of their daily life. They don't know the days, yep. you know, that we have them. But that, like you said, they're doing so much better about just starting with that. Yep. When do you get Lena? When do you have them? Oh, okay. Well, yep. can you, do you guys have other plans with Chris's parents on this day, you know, or anybody else's parents? Uh, you're doing something with that. This is what we were thinking, and we kind of all just work together and get it worked out. And I think it's a huge thing of compromise too, because you know, like I said, this Easter typically I would go get the boys mm-hmm. uh, early because we have practice for the band, and we were right. there, and we got to get them in the matching outfits, and we do I the whole. I was going to say, yards. do y'all do the matching? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loosely, you know, <laughs> okay. right? Jeans, everybody got jeans Collars. on for the boys, the collared shirts, some yeah. some kind of pattern or collar matching not identical or if it (laughs) doesn't match perfect we're not we're not that way and then if they don't match my wife it's not a big deal like (laughs) we just try to just uh yeah just to kind of feel good that day right um that's the typically the way it would have been so it wouldn't matter but what i've also figured out is on a day like that Mm -hmm. it's like i'm getting them early yeah you know like her family just had to have easter on saturday the day before right because she's not going to have them on sunday it doesn't hurt me to every once in a while go, hey, what's your plans for Easter? Right. Would you like a few extra like hours with the boys? Would you like to that afternoon? Would and you then... like to? That way you can do dinner too. Yeah. Or, hey, we're going to do dinner at two, but maybe you guys could get them back at like seven and do something right. if you want. Because here's what I found is the more that I do that. Right. The more then, she'll do that. That when I need them for, hey, the day instead it's Thanksgiving, of the day before. And the only time they could eat was at three. I right. know you typically eat at one. Is there any way for me to get them right as soon as they're done eating? A little compromise goes a right. long way. And just caring because, like you said, there are some, um, let's be honest, there are some holidays that are more important to pe- some people than others. You know what I mean? Like, I love the 4th of July. Like, yeah. if, they, if it was a case where I had, you know, Tana going back and forth, I would have wanted her on that day. I love fireworks. I love the See, celebrations around all that. That's a I would have fought for, for 4th of July more than, you know, maybe Easter or something else. You know what I mean? And like, that's a huge huge one for us because we're the same my in-laws have that they throw one party a year right and it's fourth of july right and they've done it their entire marriage right and so it's cookout all day it's yeah everybody chips in and goes and buys and fireworks if you can recognize your exes you know the things that were like that for them so maybe yeah. you know their labor day is a huge celebration for them but it's your day you know don't be a jerk be like yeah. hey I, I remember y'all did you know big stuff on labor day 
Would you like to keep them a little longer on See, Labor Day or so something I, like I that? I sacrifice Memorial Day. We right. always in a big parade in Memorial Day morning. Right. And as soon as it's over, I rush them back to their house. Right. To be with their mom and let her have, even though it's a Monday. Right. And it's, it's your my day. day. I'm right. like, you can keep them all day. You want to keep them during yeah. the night? Like, that's it. Because then I want it on the 4th of July. Right. So they can be there for the fireworks and they right. can be there for so that big cookout. Just work it out. And it's just working it out. Hey, we want to take a second and thank our sponsor, author Brian Sanders. Mm-hmm. His new book. Guess what? It came out today That's on right. April 5th. How cool is that? You can get yours at Amazon.com or yep. you can go to BrianSandersAuthor.com and order it that way. And super excited for y'all to read it. We have both read it. We Fantastic. laughed. Cried a little bit. It is definitely, it's a good book for somebody who had a great dad. It's a good book for somebody who maybe you didn't have the best relationship with your dad. It will remind you what a dad was supposed to be and the kind of leadership stuff you can learn from a dad. That's right. It's called Be Like Dad. It's on Amazon or at BrianSandersAuthor.com. So we were just talking about um, compromise Mm -hmm. and, you know, holidays that maybe are more important to others. Like I said, you know, the 4th of July is a big one for me. If if I was having to go back and forth with someone about a day, that would be a day I would want. That's probably typically not decided in a divorce decree, you know, of like, usually it's, well, what day does it land on? Oh, it's a Thursday this year you get her, you know, and and that's the way my husband and and his ex-wife are like whatever day the 4th of July on is who gets her that day. And so I will say, and I'll, and I'll ask you this question. Oh, okay. What's the biggest thing that you think that you've learned about holidays and schedules? Here's mine. Okay. At the beginning of it, mm-hmm. I was a stickler. Yeah. Thursday, 4th of July, that's your day. Or right. Monday's Memorial Day, that's my day. And we are going to go by the letter of the law on this divorce right. degree. Right. It says in our papers. At, at 2 o'clock, you're meeting me somewhere. Right. And I'm picking them up. Yeah. Yeah, guess what happened on my days? <laughs> the same thing. Right. And I couldn't figure out why there was no flexibility. Right. Well, because, because you weren't I giving had set any flexibility. the tone <laughs> for not having flexibility. Right. And once we got past all that, yeah. once we realized, hey, this is just a good beginning point to make sure it's fair for everybody. Right. And then from there, we can communicate mm-hmm. and, and help things be done the best it can be for the kids absolutely because again it's one of our uh you know top five reasons or top five things truths truths that you know they're they're what's important and if you all are being like hard nosed to the line nope it's my holiday you can't you know it's my day of the week and this and that then they're gonna sense that yeah like you said you set the tone you wondered why it was that way well because that's the way you decided to set it i would say the biggest thing i've learned about holidays in a blended family is that you can create new traditions. It doesn't have to be. I grew up in a very Mm -hmm. traditional family as a child. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it came from my childhood, and I was in, you know, our situation was a little different. My entire family always went to the same place on my mom and dad's side because my dad and his brother married my mom and her sister. Right. So my grandparents on both sides were friends they all hung out. Like if we went to Christmas, it was at one grandparent's house, and both of my grandparents were there. Everybody in one place. We never had to go to multiple right. places. That's not the typical. No, not you at know. all. So I grew up in that family where it, it was never a question what we were doing on a holiday. 
you know, everybody went to the same place and there there was no arguing. Well, then, you know, I get older, not so much in my first marriage. We, We didn't really go to his parents or anything like that. So it's still what I was used to doing throughout my first marriage. And then that divorce and then marrying my husband now is when I, you know, at 38 years old, 37 mm-hmm. years old, I had to start going other places. So it was like, oh, my goodness, I, how am I going to do this? It's I, stressful. We, I should go to my dad's house because that's what we do on Easter. You know what I mean? But it's like, wait a minute. No, it's okay. Like learning to relax about not being so traditional. Like yeah. it's okay if I don't get to see my dad on a holiday for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if we decided like we have decided to stay home on some holidays like yep. you know what no we're not going anywhere yep. we want to stay home and enjoy our family we don't want to have to run to five places to eat or no. even one place to eat you know so for me the biggest thing i have learned is it's okay to not do what you have always done yeah. and not do the traditional thing and it's okay to create new traditions for our blended family because we're setting the standard just like you're saying we my family very much the same Christmas Eve was always here. Christmas yeah. Day was always here. Christmas Day night was always here. Right. And it was like we were just constantly, that's how Very we scheduled. Went. This is what we do. Right. And so that was kind of ingrained in me. Right. Now we have the choice to ingrain things in our kids. Right. And giving them the freedom, mm-hmm. oh, the freedom right. of being able to be flexible, yeah. being able to see everybody they want to see. No, no problem, even. bud. You know, yeah. this year you're going to do that. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because at some point, they're going to have their own family. And have to decide for themselves. And they're going to have to decide for themselves. Yeah. They go into moms. They go into dads. They go into both. Are they just saying, hey, we're going to be here. And when you can be here, come see us. Right. And I would be okay with that. Yeah. And it's okay to bring some of your traditions in. Like, I know when, you know, me and Chris got married, I have always been really big about making an Easter basket. And Tana's Easter basket, she has had the same basket every year. You know, our quote unquote tradition is to set the basket out in the living room oh, yeah. empty yeah and then the next morning yeah. you know the bunny comes and fills the basket and we're good to go and chris would get lena a basket but for him it was more just eggs and candy like yeah he didn't do anything any yeah. more than that which was just his thing you know and so i have kind of brought in that tradition if you will of I make the girls' baskets, and I get them ready, and I buy the little extra things that they've said they wanted. You know, Tana's getting a book this year, and mm-hmm. Lena got a Roblox gift card or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I like to make it a little bit bigger of a deal. And and at first he was like, just throw some candy in a bag. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, over this? let me handle the Easter baskets because I love doing it, and I love seeing their faces and the things and like that. So it is okay to bring some things in. We're not saying, oh, if you did it in your, your first marriage or your life, you can't do it now. You have to come up with a new thing. No, it's okay to bring some things in, but don't expect to move all of your traditions over right. to your blended family because it's, it it's just setting you up for failure. It is. It is 100%. So, the other thing I want to bring up, Meg, is this. We've all seen the holiday post of yes. the perfect blended family. <laughs> With the kid hung upside down on that notice. No, no, no. <laughs> Both moms in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Making the Thanksgiving dinner. Uh-huh. Both dads uh-huh. sitting on the couch. <laughs> all these kids running around. Right. How does it make you feel? 
Um, and by both moms, do you mean step and real? Yeah, like so both sets of the blended family. Okay. Mom and dad are divorced, both remarried. Right. All of them in one house yeah. celebrating a holiday together. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, just because that's not our norm and it makes me feel like, well, am I doing something wrong because I'm not? Me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not that. I Look, y'all, I love Chris's ex-wife. Yep. I think she's a wonderful mom. Like, totally, you know, in another circumstance, we could probably be really like BFFs. Yeah. Like, and I would do, if she called me today and said, hey, can you help yeah. me? I'm stranded. Right. I would come and help her. Like, but it's still... My husband's ex-wife. Right. And it's still awkward, like, if we're all together. I feel like I can get along with her if it's me and her and we're talking on the porch. Yeah. And, and even if my husband's there and they're having yeah. a conversation. But I feel like you start adding in, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, so, of course, she's familiar with his family from the marriage. So then that kind of gets awkward. And yeah, then they're it's talking like, and like. Right. And, and it just. Causes feelings that we don't need those feelings. Right. And a lot of that, the same for me, it makes me feel like, man, I really think we have this blended thing down well. Right. But we're not there. And those posts make it seem like if you're not on this level. Then you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right for the kids. It's not right. It's not the case. And then I think back and I'm like, but I think I am. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. If that's what's best for your kids and you can do it. Oh, then please do it. Run with that, baby. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you do it. I'm just saying for me. And that's what I'm saying. For me, it's like I know that we've started traditions and we've started certain things that have grown us closer as a a unit, as a family. Right. Their mom has done the same thing. Absolutely. And so to me, if you take both of those and you put them in one big pot, it's not going to work. In the way it is working now for our kids. And I also feel like, and maybe it's just me, but I would imagine that's going to, could, maybe not will, but could cause some stress or anxiety for your children. Yeah. Let's be honest. Kids struggle enough, like, I don't want my mom to think that I like my stepmother more. Or I don't want, so now you've put everyone in one house. Right. And it's like, you know, even something as simple as like, making the kid the plate so normally i would but do i not now because i don't want the mom to think like i'm right there's just a whole lot of overthinking right that's going to take away from and there's no need in that for the majority of people right again we're not saying you're right we're not saying no it's just something i saw come up the other day on my facebook right i I did i saw some of those posts yesterday too oh so am I not doing it right? Right. What am I doing wrong? So we're not blended we're not enough. There, Here so. I am on a blended podcast. <laughs> right. I'm we not blended enough. Good. I thought I was doing. <laughs> yeah. But again, I had to remind myself, this isn't a one size fits all thing. Nope. And if that works for your family. By all means. Great for you. Yeah. If it doesn't, great for yeah. you. Yeah. Keep keep chugging along. Keep plugging along. Now, like you said, we could sit together at a ball game. Oh, absolutely. We could sit on a porch and have a conversation. Right. But when it comes to the holidays. Right. You don't want to don't put yourself in a situation to have to step on toes that don't need to be stepped on, you know, for the kids or for you guys. So hopefully that enlightens you a little bit uh, to kind of our heads on holidays, what we've seen, how we've grown. You know, for me, I know like this is probably the biggest area in being blended that I have grown over the five years. Absolutely. um, Of being divorced and having a blended family and, and starting all that, like. I really think this is where I've grown the most. Um, I mean, we got some ugly days arguing over Christmas in a right. basketball gymnasium. Right. You know, like. And you'll never forget those. And your kids probably won't forget it either. You know right. what I mean? But it's learning and doing better. 
It is. And so we just encourage you to do the same. And and, and Please and reach out to us if you have questions or it, comments or if you're like, oh, maybe you guys didn't think of this, but this is how what works best for our family in the holidays. Absolutely. If we you would love to hear that. Any comments on today's shows. We listen, y'all. As much as we're trying to encourage you guys to grow, yeah, we need we it. talk about all the time. This is almost therapeutic and, and yeah. looking back and seeing how we have grown or where we need to grow. Yeah. And 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 being accountable for it on mm-hmm. on a podcast. Yeah. For everybody to hear. So we'd love to hear your comments, your questions, uh, your concerns, uh, whatever you got. Absolutely. So uh, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can head over to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com backslash blended podcast yeah or on instagram at the blended underscore podcast or you can send us a text message at 855-592-5536 and just put blended podcast hey i got a question yeah yep so we'll we'll get that to our phones and we can answer it right back there for you absolutely or even just text us and say hey been listening let us know where you're let us know where you're listening from that'd be super cool too um but we just appreciate you and uh, we hope you have a great Easter. Start planning for that next holiday. I think it's That's Memorial right. Day. Yeah, we just got out of the great holiday desert. I was desert. going to say, yeah, after Easter, there's nothing for till Memorial Day. Yeah, and there was nothing Before. from Christmas to yeah. <laughs> Easter. Well, Valentine's Day. But... Yeah, yeah, you'll have that. <laughs> See y'all later. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show. Please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.